Welcome to the Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast. I'm Cindy Owenby. I'm a seasoned women's ministry leader, the founder of Women's Ministry Toolbox, and the author of Rethinking Women's Ministry. This is the place where women serving on the women's ministry team in their local church find hope and inspiration for building a flourishing, Christ-focused women's ministry. Our series on hot topics and hot takes continues today with a look at the state of women's ministry. LifeWay released a comprehensive women's ministry survey in October 2023. They surveyed 1,001 female churchgoers and 842 female leaders. There are a total of four documents totaling 443 pages. The survey covers the function of women's ministry, what women want, what churches offer, attendance, staff support, and much more. There is so much that we could unpack. Today, I'm going to be pulling some stats that caught my attention. I'm going to share a few thoughts on each one. As always, the show notes are available on the Women's Ministry Toolbox blog. What do women want? This is the question on almost every women's ministry leader's mind. We know we need to offer things that our women need to grow, but we also want to offer things women want. Here's the question that was asked. What needs have you been hoping women's ministry activities in your church would help with you personally? The top answer was 71% selected growing closer to Jesus Christ. Does that surprise you? Does it line up with what you offer on your women's ministry calendar? Are most, if not all of your women's ministry events and activities providing ways for women to grow closer to Jesus? If your calendar is dominated by food, crafts, and events with a quick devotional, you're not providing what your women want or what your women need. Now, some of you are thinking, we've tried to offer things that specifically encourage spiritual growth, but women don't show up. Well, the survey says otherwise. 73% of women whose church offered discipleship events attended at least one. There is a desire and a need for women's ministry events that focus on spiritual growth. And if you need ideas, check out my latest book, Rethinking Fellowship. It's packed with them. The next most popular answer, if you're curious, was 60% said that they want support when difficult things happen. At first glance, we might think that's hard to plug into our women's ministry calendar. Support is more likely to come in smaller group offerings, things like discipleship groups, mentoring, and Bible study groups. And meals in crisis, while they certainly can provide support, I think they're desiring something more. Maybe you'll want to plan some time for your women's ministry team to talk about how you can support the women in your church better when difficult things happen. What ages of women are participating in women's ministry? Well, in episode 70, I talked about bridging that generation gap and acknowledged the struggle of most women's ministry teams to attract younger women. The stats show that struggle is real. Leaders estimated the percentages of women that participate by age group. Here are the results. Ages 18 to 25, 7%. Ages 25 to 40, 20%. Ages 41 to 55, 26%. And ages 56 to 70, 
35%. And ages 71 and up, 12%. By my calculations, that means 73% of women in attendance are 41 years old and older. We've got to do a better job of reaching younger women. I encourage you to listen to episode 70 if you haven't already. But on the plus side, that's a lot of older women we can train to disciple younger women. Couple this with the statistics that showed women want to grow spiritually and want support in crisis, and your team may want to make some adjustments to your ministry offerings and calendar. I'll be right back after this short break. Are your women ready and eager to share personal stories of their faith journey? If not, you're not alone. Do you want to help them see signs of God's everyday faithfulness in your lives? I've got something for you. I've packaged up my workshop, Sharing Stories of God's Everyday Faithfulness for you to use in your church. This easy to use packet contains a workshop leader guide with a detailed script. You'll know exactly what to say, a link to a video recording so you can watch me teach it and then lead it in your own church, workshop worksheets for attendees to complete. It's super interactive and 10 social media graphics to use for publicity. Help your women discover the art of crafting compelling testimonies that resonate with others. Sharing stories of God's everyday faithfulness is available for purchase at womensministrytoolbox.com. The next time you need your women to share a personal testimony, they'll be ready to go. I'm back with more interesting information from LifeWay's State of Women's Ministry Survey. What does women's ministry planning look like in other churches? Well, 45% of leaders say they plan together with a women's ministry leadership team. Let's break it down a little bit further. 13% say as the women's ministry leader, they do all of the planning on their own. 28% use suggestions from the women in their church. 5% plan with church staff. And 8% say planning is organic with women volunteering to lead something. I have to admit, I find this piece of information very concerning. Every women's ministry program needs a team of women who pray for and plan your women's ministry events and activities. If you're in a smaller church, that might mean a team of two. If you're the only one running the women's ministry program, what happens if you get sick, you move, or circumstances prevent you from leading? your entire women's ministry program may shut down because it all rests on you. Allowing other women to help carry the load protects from ministry burnout, and more importantly, it provides opportunities for them to use their God-given gifts. I talk a lot about the importance of women's ministry teams from a biblical and practical perspective in my book, Rethinking Women's Ministry, and in several posts on the website that I'll link to in the show notes. Check out those if you need help building a team. If you're leading without a team, I want to strongly encourage you to pray about building a team. You'll find help on my website and in my book to do just that. Your women's ministry program benefits when other gifted women in your church serve alongside you. 
The survey highlights the fact that in many churches, women's ministry leaders aren't just organizing and planning Bible studies and women's events and activities. They also care for the whole church by providing meals, childcare, and organizing showers. The survey asked, which of the following are specific responsibilities for the women's ministry to provide as needed for your church? At the top of the list, 55% provide meal trains for those facing illness or crisis. 47% provide meals for funerals. 40% provide caregiving for women in crisis. 40% decorate the church. 37% baby showers. 33% caregiving for families in crisis and 13% weddings. This begs the question, is this the best use of women's ministry resources? Are there other better ways to meet those needs in the church so the focus of women's ministry can be discipleship and spiritual growth? Or maybe these need to fall under specific women's ministry team members' responsibilities. In our church, care is given through our small groups. If there's a long-term need, then the staff may decide to share that request and information more widely. Every church is different and must determine what works best. Coupling this statistic with the next should cause us to pause. About one in six women's ministry leaders are in a paid position. Whether or not your women's ministry is primarily responsible for the spiritual growth of your women or caregiving of the women and families in your church, it does seem that this level of responsibility and importance warrants at least a part-time paid staff position and a healthy line item in the church budget if your church structure allows. And yes, they did ask about church funds. According to the survey, 71% say their churches provide the women's ministry with funds from the church budget. That statistic on paid positions has received a lot of attention and in some ways rightly so. The surveys of my own community of women's ministry leaders has shown growth in paid positions. Our current church and previous church have part-time paid women's ministry directors. If your church has not made that transition or fails to see the need, I want to encourage you to be faithful to do what God has called you to do. Satan wants you distracted and frustrated. Don't fall prey to his tactics. Serve well in this season. Share stories and stats with your church staff that show the value of women's ministry in your church. Pray and ask God to change hearts. Trust God is doing things you cannot see. And keep your eyes and energy focused on serving the women in your church well. Philippians 4, 5-9 through 9 says, Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Per Paul's instructions, let's wrap this up by focusing on some good news. 
Though some may think that the church doesn't support women's ministry, there are other stats from the survey that reveal that's just not true. 94% agree that women's ministry regularly receives support from their pastor. 93% agree that their church values women's ministry. 96% of women agree that their church values women. Only 3% disagree. 90% of women agree that their church invests in and equips women. The state of women's ministry is encouraging. Women want to grow spiritually. Leaders feel supported and valued by their church and church staff. What a blessing it is to be a part of the work God is doing in and through our churches. Here are today's toolbox tasks. First, share this podcast with your team if you have one. And secondly, prayerfully consider how your team needs to respond to the survey results. Please see the show notes for the direct links to the State of Women's Ministry survey results. There's so much more that I didn't have time to address. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Women's Ministry Toolbox podcast. Leading in women's ministry can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. You'll find support and ideas you can use in the Women's Ministry Toolbox community Facebook group. We would love for you to join us. Search for us on Facebook or visit womensministrytoolbox.com slash groups to access the link. May the grace of God carry you through difficult ministry seasons. May He direct your steps as you seek to make Him known. And may your love for the Lord be apparent to every woman you serve.